Ah, welcome to Movie Magic. We would be honored if you would join us. Five, six, eight. Five, one thousand. Four, one thousand. Three, one thousand. I am the father. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Are you one of those single-tier people? All the dogs in King's Landing howl through the night. They cry out for their true queen. I'm Batman. Name's Bond. James Bond. One of them leads to the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and the other one leads to certain death. <gasps> Go ahead. Make my day. He sounds like quite a man. A passenger has died on the train. Who gave the order to kill me? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM, 89.3. Commence primary ignition. If she held on for another 17 days, Betty White would have celebrated her 100th birthday on January 17th. But sadly, that's not going to happen, as we all know that she passed away on December 31st. In this episode of Movie Magic, I'm going to pay tribute to the marvellous lady who was dubbed as the First Lady of Television a title used for a 2018 documentary detailing her life and career. Did you know that before getting into TV, she was on radio? After making that transition from radio to TV, she started to host game shows, and she did quite a few of them, namely Password, Match Game, Tattletales, To Tell the Truth, The Hollywood Squares, and The $25,000 Pyramid. So another title was added, the First Lady of Game Shows. She became the first woman to receive the Daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Game Show Host for the show Just Men in 1983. Now, before I go on to talk about all her achievements, let's trace her path to fame. First of all, let's find out what her real name is, Betty Marion White. So Betty is not a short form for Elizabeth. Betty is her legal name. She was an only child and she had Danish, Greek, English and Welsh blood that ran through her veins. Both her grandparents were Canadians. Her family moved to California in 1923 during the Great Depression. Her mother was a homemaker and her father was a lighting company executive. But since times were hard, to make extra money, her father made crystal radios Now, crystal radios are simple radio receivers that were popular in the early days of radio. It uses only the power of the received radio signal to produce sound. It didn't need external power at all. It is named for its most important component, a crystal detector. Maybe that's where George Lucas got his idea of how a lightsaber is made. But since it was during the Depression, not many people could afford to buy things. So Betty's father would trade his crystal radios for other goods. Betty White graduated from Beverly Hills High School and she was very interested in wildlife. Three months after her high school graduation, she and a classmate sang songs from The Merry Widow on an experimental TV show. And this was when, you know, TV was still in development. But Betty wasn't into show business. She wanted to become a forest ranger, but she couldn't accomplish a dream because women were not allowed to become forest rangers during that time. So she switched gears and pursued writing. She wrote and played the lead in a graduation play at Horace Mann School, and that motivated her interest in performing. She was inspired by her idols, 
Jeanette MacDonald and Nelson Eddy, and from then on she decided to pursue a career as an actress. But prior to all this, she was on radio. And do you want to make a guess at what age she went on air? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. Now, before Betty White got into television, she was on radio. She made her first appearance on radio as a guest caller on a radio program in 1930 when she was just 8 years old. Now, after the war, she was looking for work, going from one movie studio to another. However, she was always turned down because she was not photogenic enough. Well, that's what they said. That led her to look for radio jobs because, you know, you don't have to be photogenic to be on radio. Well, maybe in Singapore you have to, but not anywhere else in the world. Her first radio jobs included reading commercials and playing bit parts and sometimes even doing crowd noises. She made about $5 a show. She would do just about anything, like singing on a show for free or making an appearance on the local game show. She appeared on shows such as Blondie, The Great Gildersleeve, and This Is Your FBI. Then one day her break came on the radio. She was offered her own radio show called The Betty White Show. While she was still working in radio in 1949, she began appearing as co-host with Al Jervis on his daily live television variety show Hollywood on Television. which was formerly called Make Believe Ballroom. 3 years later in 1952, Al Jarvis left the show and Betty White was given the opportunity to host the show all by herself. It was hard work as she spent 5 and a half hours of live ad-lib television 6 days per week over a continuous 4-year span. Well, ad-libbing for 5 and a half hours a day is tough. Well, She must have done her 10,000 hours of show business in ad-libbing as she became a pro. In all her various variety series over the years, she would sing at least a couple of songs during each broadcast. In 1951, she was nominated for her first Emmy Award as Best Actress on Television. In 1952, the same year she began hosting Hollywood on Television, Betty White co-founded Bandy Productions. with writer George Tibbles and producer Don Ferdison. The trio worked to create new shows using existing characters from sketches shown on Hollywood on television. They created the television comedy Life with Elizabeth. And guess who played the main character? Well, Betty White herself. The show won her an Emmy Award in 1952. Life with Elizabeth was syndicated from 1952 to 1955 throughout the whole of the US. allowing her to become one of the few women in television with full creative control in front of and behind the camera she was only 28 years old and she still lived with her parents which was unusual for american upbringing in asia well it's okay to live with your parents and most asians live with their parents to take care of them in return if need be i guess in asia it's not an individualistic society Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Betty White also appeared on television commercials in the 1950s. She advertised for dog food and Kodak cameras, Kodak film. She was also a guest on The Millionaire, a show about what would happen to a person if he or she was given a million dollars. Would their life turn out better or for worse? In this show, she appeared in the episode titled The Virginia Leonard Story. 
as the owner of a small-town diner that received an anonymous gift of $1 million in 1956, which is worth more than $10 million in today's currency due to inflation. Yes, a million dollars is nothing these days. Money FM 89.3 Betty White was also an activist in a subtle way. You see, from 1952 to 1954, she hosted and produced her own daily talk variety show called The Betty White Show on NBC. It was her first television but second show to feature that title. Like her sitcom, she had creative control over the series and was able to hire a female director. And I'm sure the male-dominated staff in TV back then didn't quite like that. And then, for the first time on American network variety television, her show featured an African-American performer. Well, that ruffled more feathers, and the show faced criticism because it included this African-American tap dancer, Arthur Duncan. And he was a regular cast member. The criticism followed when NBC expanded the show nationally in the U.S., The sudden stations in the Jim Crow era, which were state and local laws that enforce racial segregation in the southern United States, threatened to boycott unless Arthur Duncan was removed from the series. (laughs) You think Betty would give in to their nonsense? In response, she said, I'm sorry, live with it, and agitated them by giving Arthur Duncan more airtime. The show was a success, and the ratings were high, but the show repeatedly changed time slots. And when a successful show, or, you know, when any show, in that matter, um, changes time slots, it confuses the viewer, and the viewer won't know where the show has gone. It's like playing a game of Where's Waldo page after page, and after a while, well, you'll give up. And because of that, it suffered lower viewership. And by the end of the year... NBC quietly cancelled the series. Yes, show business can be mean too. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. So, after all the hoo ha, Betty White appeared as Vicky Angel on the ABC sitcom Date with the Angels from 1957 to 1958. The show was loosely based on the Elmer Rice play Dream Girl, and the focus was on Vicky's daydreaming tendencies. However, the sponsor was not pleased with the fantasy elements and pressured the network to have them eliminated and because it didn't have the freedom to be creative because of the sponsors, the ratings of that show was terrible and Betty wanted to get out of that show. But she couldn't as she signed a contract and she was required to fulfill the remaining 13 weeks. But instead of a retooled version of the sitcom, she rebooted her old talk variety show, The Betty White Show, which aired until her contract was fulfilled. Smart woman, as why would anyone in their right mind attach their name to a disaster? Well, in my experience working in show business for the past 30 years, I have occasionally come across sponsors of a show that gave their creative input when they have no idea how the business works. And when that happens, and when we go with it, because... You know, the sponsor would not want to listen to our suggestions. Well, 99% of the time, the show is a disaster. And then they blame us for what went wrong. Typical. Anyway, not everything was a disaster for Betty White, as there was a silver lining. You see, the sitcom gave her some positive experiences. 
she first met Lucille Ball while working on it, as both Date with the Angels and I Love Lucy were filmed on the same Culver Studios lot. The two became friends, and their accomplishments in taking over the male-dominated television business of the 50s came true. They relied on one another through divorce, illness, personal loss, and even competed against each other on various game shows. Because competition makes you stronger, and they did it together. Money FM 89.3 Betty White was in many, many shows and movies, and I can't name them all within this time slot I have for this episode of Movie Magic, but I'll just name a handful that escalated this ever-smiling lady to fame and beyond. She was in the Mary Tyler Moore Show. She appeared several times on The Carol Burnett Show and The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. She appeared in many sketches like Saturday Night Live and began guest starring in a number of telemovies and tele-miniseries. She also lent her voice in animated movies like The Lorax, SpongeBob SquarePants, Mickey Mouse, Pound Puppies and Toy Story 4, just to name a few but I remember her mostly in her role as Rose in The Golden Girls. Betty was also a pet enthusiast and animal welfare advocate who worked with organizations including the Los Angeles Zoo Commission, the Morris Animal Foundation, African Wildlife Foundation, and Actors and Others for Animals. Her interest in animal welfare began in the early 70s when she was producing and hosting the syndicated series The Pet Set which spotlighted famous people and their pets. And although she couldn't be a wildlife ranger back in the 50s, her status brought her full circle to working and caring for animals. She was an activist for racial injustice. In 2017, 63 years after the Betty White show was cancelled, Arthur Duncan, you know the tap dancer? Well, he appeared as a surprise guest on the series premiere of the reality talent series Little Big Shots Forever Young, where he performed and reunited with Betty White. He later thanked her again for her support. Betty White was also a supporter and advocate for LGBTQ plus rights. On December 31st, 2021, at the age of 99, just 17 days short of her 100th birthday and planned celebrations and whatnot, Betty White passed away of natural causes. Her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame was flooded with flowers and tributes within hours of the announcement of her death. I'm Colin Gomez, and this has been a Betty White special on Movie Magic. We will remember this golden girl, and thank you for being our radio, TV, and movie friend. Money FM 89.3